PSI, here are the stories making headlines in the Philippines and across the globe. The Philippines sets a record high tally for new coronavirus cases for the second straight day. Over 4,000 fresh infections were recorded Friday, pushing the total to 93,000. Of these, 26,000 are classified as active cases. That's a sharp decline from 56,000 two days ago after the health department on Thursday classified thousands of mild and asymptomatic cases as recovered 14 days after they started feeling ill. The agency says 165 additional patients have recovered from the illness. But the Philippines sets another grim milestone as the country's COVID-19 death toll surpasses the 2,000 mark. 40 more fatalities were recorded Friday. Some Philippine senators slammed a change in the data reporting system of the health department after the agency tagged as recovered patients with mild and no symptoms. Senator Risa Ontiveros says the sudden change is not only confusing, it also raises doubts about the real COVID-19 figures in the country. For Senator Joel Villanueva, the supposed mass recovery may give the Filipino people a false sense of security. Senator Sherwin Gachalian, for his part, says the agency should still test patients who are deemed recovered to ensure that they're virus-free. The best way still is to test, you know, to make sure that they are negative, to make sure that they can bring home that certification and show their families they're negative. And also from a policy standpoint, uh, it's better to test at the end so that we will completely know that the recoveries are indeed negative from COVID. The, symptoms have the health department, however, stands by its so-called OPLAN recovery program. It says the country's reporting system is at par with international standards. Yung clinical criteria, hindi siya masyadong different from other agencies or uh, countries. No? So Philippines uses clinical recoveries. Alam natin yan, no? nakapag na-assess na ng physician and uh, nakita ng physician na nag-resolve na yung mga symptoms, we can already classify as clinical recovery. So across countries, repeat testing is no longer required. President Duterte retains existing lockdown protocols in Metro Manila days after Malacanang considered a return to tougher quarantine measures. Mr. Duterte says the general community quarantine will remain in the national capital region, Bulacan, Batangas, Cavite, Laguna, Rizal, Cebu City, Lapu-Lapu City, Mandawi City and Zamboanga City where COVID-19 cases are still rising. The rest of the country will be under the looser modified general community quarantine. But for Dr. Tony Letran, a former advisor of the Pandemic Interagency Task Force, Metro Manila should go back to a modified enhanced community quarantine for 14 days. More than half of the 4,000 new COVID-19 cases in the Philippines on Friday are from the capital region. Considering that we have you know, uh, short, short, we have shortage of funds. Mm -mm. Plus, number two, we wanted to uh, reopen the economy. Mm -hmm. And number three, this would be a better option than the GCQ, considering the cases are, are, are getting higher by the day. Mm. And uh, of course, the, um, the hospitals are full right now. Despite the grim COVID-19 figures, President Duterte is confident the Philippines will beat COVID-19 by the end of the year. Sintayin lang ho ninyo, by December kumakatiis kayo, kasi kung lalabas rin kayo, matamaan kayo, patay rin eh. Uh, ang mayroon ng kasasabi ko nga, kaya ako sa Lodo talaga ako sa Chinese. Kaya iba dyan, sige kayo dal-dal. 
ang unang makuha nga natin siguro from China. Roughly half of Filipinos feel comfortable about going back to their places of work if the pandemic lockdown is lifted in August. A social weather station survey shows the proportion of those who feel comfortable was highest in Mindanao at 64%, followed by areas in Luzon outside the capital at 55%, then the Visayas at 50%. Comfort about going to the workplace was also higher among men at 60% than among women at 47%. Over 1,550 adults responded to the survey conducted through mobile phones earlier this month. Of the respondents, 47% had a job. Hospitals in Metro Manila continue to grapple with the rising number of COVID-19 cases. The cities of Caloocan, Navotas, and Valenzuela say hospital beds for coronavirus patients are almost at full capacity. Valenzuela Mayor Rex Gachalian also reveals one local hospital was not allocating 30% of its beds for COVID-19 patients as required by the government. Gachalian says he has reported the matter to the health department. Just like Valenzuela, Navarra City has been referring critical cases to outside hospitals. The city says its local hospital is not equipped to deal with serious cases. The Philippine government is considering requiring the public to wear face shields as a precautionary measure against COVID-19. So far, the government only mandates the wearing of face masks in public places. Meanwhile, the country's trade chief says gym goers will be required to wear gloves once they head back to fitness studios. Gyms and fitness centers are among additional businesses that could operate at 30% capacity starting Saturday in areas under general community quarantine. Contrary to statements made by his spokesman and the health department, President Duterte says he was not joking about the use of gasoline as disinfectant. Duterte on Thursday reiterated his suggestion, which he first made last week. Kung loko-loko ako, ikaw na sana ang napresidente, hindi ako. Totoo yung sinabi ko, alcohol. Pag walang alcohol available, hindi ka naman pwede, lalo na so, mahirap. Pagpunta ka lang dyan sa gasoline station niya pagkatapos na pwede magpatulong. Oh, oh, that's disinfectant. Yung hugas kamay, suot ng mask. Duterte's spokesman Harry Roque and Health Undersecretary Maria Rosario Vergere previously claimed the president was only joking with his earlier gasoline remark. It comes as some world leaders drew flack over unproven claims on coronavirus. U.S. President Trump back in April suggested that the virus might be treated by injecting disinfectant into people. The Philippines' Southeast Asian neighbor, Vietnam, is scrambling to contain its first COVID-19 outbreak in 100 days. In just a few days, 47 people have tested positive following three months of no new infections. State media says the country logged its first COVID-19 death Friday. The second wave is being traced back to the central city of Da Nang, but the exact source remains unclear. A strict lockdown has been imposed there, and passenger flights have been halted for 15 days. Vietnam's capital, Hanoi, has also banned mass gatherings as it began mass testing of residents. Vietnam has been lauded for keeping its coronavirus tally to under 500 cases with no fatalities. In the United States, President Trump backtracks on his suggestion of delaying the November presidential election. On Thursday, Trump pushed for the delay due to allegations of mail-in voting fraud. 
His accusations come as he continues to lag in polls behind Democratic candidate, former U.S. Vice President Joe Biden. But after receiving immediate pushback from both Democrats and Republicans, Trump is reversing course. I want to have the election, but I also don't want to have to wait for three months and then find out that the ballots are all missing and the election doesn't mean anything. That's what's going to happen, Steve. That's common sense. And uh, no, do I want to see a date change? No, but I don't want to see a crooked election. The date of the U.S. presidential election, the Tuesday after the first Monday in November, is enshrined in federal law and would require an act of Congress to change. The world's largest economy suffers its biggest drop on record. The U.S. economy plunged at an annual rate of nearly 33% from April to June as the COVID-19 pandemic forced businesses to shut down and kept millions of Americans in their homes for weeks. The drop was driven by a deep pullback in consumer spending, which accounts for about 70% of America's economic activity. It wasn't as bad as feared. But the collapse was unprecedented, nearly four times worse than during the peak of the global financial crisis in 2008. We've dug ourselves a big hole here in the first half of the year, and it's going to take years, not months, to recover that. Uh, so we may see on paper an impressive rate of, of economic growth uh, as, as the economy rebounds in the third quarter and in the fourth quarter. But here's how the numbers work. You have a 33% contraction, you need a 50% expansion to get back to break even. So it just illustrates how deep that hole is. That is something that's going to impact uh, other countries as well, many of whom are dependent upon the U.S. buying what they export. Last month, the U.S. officially entered its first recession in 11 years. But unlike in the past, this one was a result of a conscious decision to suspend economic activity to slow the spread of the virus. Back here at home, Philippine Central Bank Governor Benjamin Jokno sees better economic growth in the third quarter of 2020. For the second quarter, he says, a single-digit contraction would be nice, while a 10 to 15 percent drop would still be tolerable. He adds, though, anything higher than 20 percent could be problematic. During the first quarter, the Philippine economy shrunk by 0.2 percent, the first contraction in 22 years as the pandemic paralyzed the country. Second quarter figures, which will be released August 6th, are expected to be worse due to the full effects of the lockdown. As for Manila's finance chief, he says the Philippine economy is already recovering. We hit already the lowest part of the economy, which was April, May. We are going to be seeing a, uh, a, a pickup in the uh, in business activity uh, as we go on. Actually, it's already starting uh, to pick up uh, already now. We have a little, a few problems. Uh, among them, number one, uh, yung transportation. Kailangan na we have to have more more transportation available. Uh, we have to encourage people also to start uh, spending uh, their their to start. Uh, spending money uh, so that the economy can start uh, picking up. 
Philippine national scientist Raul Fabelia believes government should consider forgiving the debt of agrarian reform beneficiaries as part of its COVID-19 economic relief programs. Under the extended comprehensive agrarian reform program, which ended in 2014, some 5 million hectares of land were distributed to 2.6 million farmers. But as much as 75% of them are not able to meet the amortizations, Fabelia adds a debt condonation for farmers will only cost 58 billion pesos a drop in the bucket compared to the 625 billion peso create bill which lowers corporate income taxes. Media giant ABS-CBN launches its latest digital venture, Capamilia Online Live. Beginning Saturday, August 1st, ABS-CBN Entertainment's new and classic shows will be streamed through its YouTube and Facebook pages for free. Streaming will be available exclusively in the Philippines. The Capamilia Online Live will stream continuously throughout the day from 7.40 a.m. until 10 p.m. on YouTube. Meanwhile, Facebook viewers can catch their favorite shows on regular time slots. ABS-CBN Chief Operating Officer of Broadcast Cody Vidanes says the network will continue to find ways to reach Filipinos despite the non-renewal of ABS-CBN's broadcast franchise. And those were the latest. I'm Denise Tensai. For more updates, subscribe to the ANC YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter.